Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. What is good, everybody? This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. You are listening to MTMV Sports, my team, my voice, your team, their voice. They got you covered every day, every time that you need it. Keep it locked. And now, the time fight fans all across the globe have been waiting for. It's the MTMV main card with your man, The Voice. As always, let's start off with some headlines and hot takes. DC wasn't going to let anything stop him from meeting Miocic in their trilogy championship bout this past August. Not even COVID-19. The future Hall of Famer shared recently that a month before the bout with Stipe, he contracted the disease that's changed the world in 2020. Due to his focus on the fight, he wasn't at home with his pregnant wife and two small children, which turned out to be a blessing in disguise due to his diagnosis. Though the PFL postponed their 2020 season, they're still looking to expand in 2021. CEO of the PFL, Peter Murray, said, quote, we will absolutely be staging events outside of the U.S., end quote. Now, London is targeted as a location, and it may even play host to their year-end event, which crowns up to six champions. Bellator 246 was a historic show on a number of fronts. Juan Archuleta was crowned the Bantamweight champion. Liz Carmouche picked up her first stoppage since knocking Jessica Andrade out in 2013. After being submitted by Neiman Gracie, the former WSOF champ and UFC title challenger John Fitch called it a career. This was Bellator ambassador and ring girl Mercedes Terrell's last show, as well as the last broadcast on the Paramount Network. Another bit of history was unveiled as it was announced that Bellator will be the first major MMA promotion to host an event in France. It'll be headlined by Czech Congo, who was born in the City of Lights. He'll face Tim Johnson in a rematch of their 2018 bout. This card also features MVP and former two-time Bellator middleweight title challenger Melvin Manor. More about this card in cage time. Now, for those like myself who didn't understand why the featherweight title bout between Pitbull and Carvalho had not taken place, well, come to find out, it seems that the champ has visa issues. With COVID-19 being as bad as it's been in Brazil, that makes sense. With visa in hand, Bellator rebooked the bout for November 12th. On our prayer list this week, Stephen Ray, a long-standing staple of the European scene and a multiple-time UFC vet, retires from MMA. Nico Price, who fought Cowboy to a draw just a week ago, broke his hand in the fight, so we're praying for a swift recovery for him. Tyron Woodley, who headlined that card versus Kobe Covington, we know that the fight ended due to his rib being broken. 
Well, it was a complete break, and he'll be out up to six months while that heals. Rodolfo Vieira also has a rib issue. He was scheduled to fight on UFC 253 during the preliminary card, but he's out, and his birthday was this week. So definitely praying for him regarding all of this because it's not a good time to, one, not be able to make any money and fight, and then secondly, you got your birthday too. Also celebrating birthdays this week, UFC lightweight champion, the undefeated Habib the Eagle Nurmagomedov, Olympic silver medalist and former title challenger Sarah McMahon, former strike force and Invicta champion Sarah Kaufman, Bob the Beast Sapp, the happy warrior Roxanne Motiferi, Hall of Famer and former light heavyweight champion Sugar Rashad Evans, and Bellator standout Aaron Pico. Up next, some sweet science conversation in the old one too. Yeah, it was awesome. We worked with Kenya Williams. Um, she helped us find our home. Uh, we had been looking for about 30 days and couldn't find what we liked. And just, you know, we told her the vision that we had and what we wanted to see for our family and maybe even a size of a family that we wanted to grow. And she found us the perfect home out in Douglasville. It was amazing. We loved it. Um, five bedroom, four car garage. Um, behind the house had a creek. It was amazing. We could ask for anything more, right? What's going on, family? This is your boy, DJ Preach, the founder of The Life Show Radio. And I see that you're doing great things right now by keeping it locked here on the MTMV Sports Podcast. Yeah, I better be talking about the Carolina Panthers. Let's go. Time to go between the ropes and step into the squared circle for the old one-two. In the most recent Fight Night's update, I gave Teofimo Lopez Sr.'s take on the matchup between his son and Lomachenko. Loma had this to say about Junior. Quote, in my country, if you insult somebody, you better be prepared for them to hurt you. If we were back in my country, he would learn pretty quickly that he can't run his mouth like that. Whatever I say, I believe in it. So what he's saying, for example, he actually believes. But if he doesn't follow it up with actions and fulfill those words, then he chose those words poorly to begin with. I'm definitely not going to feel sorry for him. End quote. Jessica McCaskill and Cecilia Breakus will do it again in 2021. This time, it will not only be for the IBF, WBA, WBC, and WBO welterweight titles, but also for the inaugural ring welterweight women's title. Prime Minister of the UK, Boris Johnson, is going to review a plan to allow fans to attend sporting events on October 1st, which means the plans promoters had for possibly selling tickets is pretty much dead in the water. Eddie Hearn, ever the showman, is pushing forward with the Joshua Pulliet fight. It'll be held behind closed doors on December 12th. In the PBC pay-per-view on Saturday, September 26th, the Charlos aren't the only ones fighting for titles. 
Luis Neri and Aaron Almeida fight for the vacant WBC Junior Featherweight title. John Riel Casamero faces Duke Micah for Casamero's WBO Bantamweight belt. Before that, in Munich, Germany, the World Boxing Super Series Cruiserweight finale between Uniel Dortricos and Mayiris Briades will take place for Dortricos' IBF belt, the vacant ring title, and the Ali Trophy. Also that afternoon, Josh Taylor versus Apinon Kongsong. They will battle with Taylor's junior welterweight ring, IBF, and WBA titles, all being up for grabs. On Saturday, October 3rd, in Vegas on ESPN Plus, Jose Zapata fights Ivan Baranchek. Those two will face off in a 12-round junior welterweight bout. On Friday, October 9th, on the same network, in the same location, Emmanuel Navarrete squares off versus Ruben Villa for the vacant WBO featherweight title. Across the pond in London on the zone, a 10-round light heavyweight bout between Joshua Boazzi and Marco Kalik. On Saturday, October 10th, from the Fight Sphere, aka the Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut, Showtime will broadcast about between Sergey Lipnitz, who faces Kudratio Abdur Kakarov in a 12-round bout set for welterweight. All right, fight fans, it's time to step out of the squared circle. Next, we'll get in a little cage time on the MTMV main card. Yo, what's good? It's your boy CJ King. Look, and I'm rocking with the homie Rick Sincere. I'm going to need y'all to keep it locked right here on MTMV Sports. I just looked at my watch and it says it's MMA o'clock, otherwise known as cage time. Did you know that UFC 253 was not the only MMA card being broadcast on Saturday, September 26th? The eighth installment of the Bellator Euro Series takes place in Milan, Italy and will stream live on YouTube. Bellator seems to have secured the Allianz Cloud for their European circuit during COVID. The headliner is a nice one, featuring undefeated middleweight Fabian the Assassin Edwards versus 12-1 Costello the Spaniard Van Stennis. The Spaniard has been on a roll, or at least he had been, winning four straight in Bellator, but lost his last bout to the salty dog John Salter. The Assassin looks to stay undefeated and continue to be one of the faces of the Bellator European Series. Bellator is back at it again on Thursday, October 1st at the cloud. The prelims will be viewable on YouTube and CBSSports.com. Bellator 247 will be the premier show for the Viacom CBS owned organization on their new home, CBS Sports Network. It's headlined by a welterweight clash between Paul Simtex Daly and Derek Barbaric Anderson. Since joining Bellator, Anderson has stopped two out of his nine foes, and the last time he did that was almost six years ago. I expect him to employ a wrestling-heavy strategy versus Daly because standing and trading with Simtex plays right into his strengths. The Voices Marquee matchup pits tough 23 vet 
Kate Jackson versus Bellator's kickboxing champion, Denise Miss Dynamite Kielholz. Now I fell in love with Kielholz when I saw her fight here in St. Louis on a Bellator card. She's from the Netherlands, and for the Dutch, kickboxing is like the national sport. Three and two in her Bellator career, Jackson lost her last fight, which was a five-round decision, to Alina Lake Jackson is the first to take the champ the distance since the Hawaiian won the belt in 2017. Expect this to be a classic grappler versus striker affair. On October 3rd, Holly Holm and Arena Aldana face off in what puts the winner on a short list of contenders for the Bantamweight title. Though the list should be a little longer for the former champ Holm, the UFC keeps sticking her in title fights every time she gets a win. Aldana looked excellent in her last outing, not only handing Ketlin Vieira her first loss, but doing so in devastating fashion with a left hook in round one with just nine seconds left. The voices marking matchup is the other women's bantamweight bout on the main card between Jermaine Durandamy and Juliana Pena. Both of them are four and one over the last five. The inaugural featherweight champ lost her last bout, which was a title fight versus the lioness Amanda Nunez. Pena, now a mother, bounced back from her only UFC defeat, which was to the flyweight champion, Valentina Shevchenko. She did that by beating the inaugural flyweight champion, Nico Montano. Both ladies are exciting fighters. GDR is a champion kickboxer where Pena grinds out victories, generally stopping her opponents on the ground. This card also has notable fighters like former Invicta champ Jenny Fry, former interim welterweight champion Carlos Condit, and Dana White Contender Series alum, Jorgen DeCastro. Saturday, October 10th is the Bellator Paris card. Congo knocked out Tim Johnson last time they faced off. Johnson has run off two straight by knockout. He handed Bellator blue chip prospect Tyrell Fortune his first pro loss, then defeated Tough 10 vet and heavyweight Grand Prix semifinalist Matt Mitrione. So things could be a little different this go round. A victory for Congo gives Bellator a star to build on in this burgeoning territory. Anytime that MVP is on the card, it's must watch TV. So that makes his bout the Voices Marquee matchup. He's taking on the undefeated former Cage Warriors champion, Ross the Hitman Houston. Most of Houston's victories are by decision. If he stops someone, it's usually on the ground, which is an area where Paige rarely gets tested and is definitely an opportunity for him. If Ross is able to solve the puzzle long enough on the feet to get it to the ground, it could make things extremely interesting. This card is in the afternoon stateside on CBS Network. That evening, Marlon Rice and Corey Sanhagen square off in the Fight Island main event. Rice is in a very, very interesting position, as arguably he should have fought for the vacant belt versus Piotr Jan. Former featherweight king Jose Aldo got that shot, though, and now a well-deserved matchup with Aljamain Sterling is next in line for the champion. Marlon needs a win to ensure that he's got next. 
especially seeing that he's facing the man that Al Jermaine quickly dispensed of to get his shot at the belt. For Cody, this would be his most notable win to date and keep him in contention for gold. Now, if this fight gets made, Edson Barboza versus Mr. Finland, Makwan Americani is the Voices Marquee matchup. Because it's unconfirmed at the time of recording, I won't go too deeply into it outside of saying that on paper, it's an absolute banger. Now, as a backup fight that's currently listed as a prelim, but it has been made and it's definitely worth watching, it is about between Yusuf Zalal and Seung Woo Choi. This will be the Moroccan Devil's fourth fight this year. That's a pretty active pace for a fighter. To achieve that mark in this year of COVID lockdown, though, is amazing. What's even more notable is that he'll be shooting for his fourth victory over these bouts. It looks like the UFC has set him up to do this as his opponent is 1-2 in the big show. Generally, when the South Korean native gets his hand raised, it's because he's put his hands on somebody. Despite the record, Zalal feels as if this is his most difficult fight to date in the UFC. On October 15th, Bellator comes back stateside with a Thursday event headlined by the former UFC Strikeforce Invicta and current Bellator featherweight champ Chris Cyborg. She'll look to make her first defense of the title versus Arlene Blanco. This is the only fight signed for Bellator 249 at the time of recording. Since losing a split decision to then-champion Julia Budd, Angerfist has run off three straight, earning this crack at the new champion. Cyborg returned to form in her Bellator debut and looks to continue wrecking opponents. Unfortunately, Arlene is next. Normally, I would say, let's take a pause for the cause and get into the main event. This time, I did the main event again with Ed Robinson. Unfortunately, we had some technical difficulties, so we recorded it through his platform. We covered both the PBC and UFC pay-per-views that take place this weekend. It's already available through Blog Talk. I'm going to edit it and issue it as a standalone main event podcast in this feed. The last events that I mentioned stopped on or around October 15th. And that's for a reason. It's because I'll be coming back with another main card for the Loma Lopez ESPN card on October 17th. Also that night, you have a UFC card featuring T-City Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie. We'll close out October in that episode, which culminates with UFC 254, Nurmagomedov versus Gagey, and the Tank Davis Leo Santa Cruz pay-per-view. This has been episode 130 of the MTMV main card. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. Until next time, it's your man, the myth, the legend, the voice. Fight the good fight, and I'm sounding off.